What is up? Here we are. Live. Carpets of Coffee 88. Got yeah, people in the chat. Ian, Riley, Robert. Today is Robert's son, Kyle's birthday. Happy birthday, Kyle. Happy yeah. birthday, Kyle. Um, I actually thought about Robert when we were herping as, as the yeah. third coach whiff got away from me. I'm like, damn it, this is why he has kids. Like, go, go get that. <laughs> they were good snake catchers, weren't they? Get, get, get in. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going out. Moving through the water. It's like yeah. five feet of muck. They're like, ah, that's as good. That's that's the wor- dude, the worst part of Florida is that there's, <laughs> there's always a hole somewhere that you weren't expecting. And I'm like, haha, I got this coach whiff. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, uh, so we got, we got an hour here. And Owen's got a hard out because he's yeah, building yeah. bunkers in his basement. I am not building a bunker <laughs> in my basement. What do you know? <laughs> Who told you? He's on the inside scoop with Zuck. <laughs> I'm I oh am actually completing my attic so that we can actually use it for storage. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 Because snake storage? No. <laughs> no. 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 No, dear Lucas. Poor, poor <laughs> Lucas. No. No. No snake storage. Huh? No snake storage. I don't um, have that many things anymore. I mean, so, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Owen's trip. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll probably do some updates and then we're going to chat about uh, the video that Dave Kaufman had come out. Um, are we keeping them correctly? And this one was focused on carpet pythons. So. And that's what this show is about. You walked into our you backyard. You wouldn't know yeah. from listening to it. No, no. <laughs> but it is. That's somewhere, someplace, we're supposed to talk about carpet pythons. Yes. No, I was actually very proud today uh, of myself for making a sheet of notes for the topic of the episode. And I sent I it too. like yes. a second ago, and Eric was like, nice. Here's my vastly better and more <laughs> comprehensive notes with pictures. <laughs> Fuck. Um, One day you will come to my level. <laughs> I, I, I don't have any notes, as you can see by this paper. Is I blank. told you. I but was, at least you just have to the read paper. weird snakes. It'd be funny. I, I, I reading weird snakes. And, you You're know, doing a we, great job. We can also talk about how, like, once again, I have been like, I don't need this. I don't need this. And Lucas is like, are you sure? <laughs> and then I pulled like a goddamn chair. I'm really so, happy about what happened. I, I am too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's kicking himself that, on no, the I am. I am upset. And I'm also like, God damn, I'm happy about that. From 30,000 feet objective ob- observer, I think mm. everyone would say you won the trade. I'm happy. Did I? <laughs> I think like, I try to make trades even. I don't try to be a winner or a loser. Here's, here's why. Here's why. Yeah. I'm really excited about my side of it, mm. but I could have gotten those things in a few places. You could. Your side of it, there's like three places you could get them. True. Yeah. It's true. true. And and you know what? I do feel like I need to add another Python project that doesn't breathe <laughs> so I can stare at it. We got to keep you coming back, man. You, 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 you. You tilt Not sometimes long, too much like, colubrid, no, you know what I mean? It's, uh, and it's now we got Boa's land in there. It's kind of like, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Justin's in the house. What's up? Toothy, yeah, he's and trying pretty. to, I, he's trying to be nice to me because I finally listened. I listened to an episode of, uh, uh, the Reptile Fight Club, and there were some nasty things said about me. And he's like, "Hey, he never listens. It's fine." That's like the second or third time he's done that. So, oh man, that's been happening for like I'm three years. Always listening. What are you talking about? That is true. That is true. He's not always listening. He's not always. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> uh, 
Dustin, too. Anyway. What's up, Dave? All right. We got Chris, Copperhead, Retilia. All right. Um, <laughs> what? Damn it, he's right. <laughs> I wouldn't right. believe it. Yeah, he's the no. nicest man I've ever seen. Justin could kill me, and then they'd be like, Nipper clearly did it. So, yeah. Oh, my God. That's what they're planning. Justin's like one of those guys that if you ever see him mad, you're like just really like petrified because you're just like, oh my God. That would terrify (laughs) me. I wouldn't know what to do there. Yeah. Uh, Let's not do that. So I've been sick again um, (laughs) since our last show we taped, though, and I haven't gotten any better. So I haven't been drinking coffee. It's been all tea for me. So at at this point, is there some sort of lemon program we should be looking into to try to get refunded for you? (sighs) Yeah. Mm. Look, uh, what's that? What do you got going on there? Sykes is experimenting. Drinking or? potpourri. Drugs. He's drinking. No, it's oh. uh, it's also tea. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> why is it a why is it a beaker? Well, you see, of... I pour it into cup with strainer. Ah, he's preparing mm. for the apocalypse. Tea he's very ready. strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I did coffee. Mm. I, I did a cold brew this morning. Um, so okay. So I guess let's start with your trip. Yeah. Yeah. So um I did a quick trip with uh Master Stone. Yes. Um we decided that it was gonna be a, a fast hitter because apparently he is um a hundred and ten percent ready to roll uh-huh. for getting all those rattlesnakes. And I guess you guys missed out on Eastern Diamondback and he was yes. like uh uh-uh. uh. So apparently he had talked to KJ and they decided they found the the most dense Yes. population of eastern diamondbacks in the state of florida and sure. that's where we were going so out of all the trips that we've done you know you me excuse me and all those other people that come with us various trips you're always moving you're always hauling this one we got off the plane we went to the island where we were going and then the airbnb was just off the island and that was it it was like this is the area this is all we're doing we are hunting in here and that is it it's like okay cool so so it's um, own pelly style pretty much but like imagine if we stayed at you know kakadu the whole time like it was that so uh rob grabs me which i had like the worst goddamn plane ride full of florida people that i have ever experienced (laughs) and i i may have they both fall close. off. They've they've been this close to punching, you know, people. So it was yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah. Was um, it a Boeing Max Nine? No, you're still here. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the door stayed on. Yeah, yeah. At, at a certain point, I would have welcomed the doors flying off of this airplane <laughs> to get me the hell out of here. So, um, nice. Yeah. Um, so Rob grabs me at uh, Tampa Airport, which is apparently undergoing construction. So add airport bullshit and then not being able to get around. It's horrible. But Rob grabs me. We go out the first night. It was just him and I. So this island is also a dog park, yep. like a, a pet <laughs> beach. So highest density of rattlesnakes. Let's put a dog beach on there. And it's like, Excellent. all right. <laughs> okay. What do you so, mean? I, uh, like a real island? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's called yeah. honey. It's called the honeymoon island. Yeah. Yep. So we we walk around the first night, and and the problem is, is that you know by the time I got there and Rob grabbed me, sun was already kind of going down a little bit. It was later on in the day. Um, we still managed to to do some walk in. Um, we didn't really find anything. Um, we did get bit the shit out of 
mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Oh my god, I'm pretty Terrible, sure I have right? West Nile virus. I, I must <laughs> at this point because I, I just it. Oh my god. And we kind of just so we walked around. We didn't really see too much. It's fine. <laughs> okay, carry on. It's fine. So make me edit shit. Damn you're it. gonna make shit. Yeah. All right, so, all twenty-three of you heard nothing. Yeah, you're all sworn to secrecy. I, I don't know. So, yeah. uh, wandering around, not really finding any too much, it, but it kind of got cooler faster. Okay. So it wasn't really there. What was the temperatures like? So at nighttime, it was getting into the 50s. But in the daytime, it was getting up into the 80s. So it was kind of weird. So it was one of those get to the spot early because you imagine stuff's going to warm up. Uh Um, There's a lot of paths, a lot of road, a lot of white sand. And that stuff tended to get a little hot fast. Yeah. But it also, like, during the the high point of the day, like noon, 1 o'clock, it was actually pretty warm. But the rest of the time, it was actually kind of cold. Like you okay. put your hand on it, it'd be cold. Right. So next day we meet up with KJ and he goes walking around with us and we missed a black racer okay. that got away from us. Uh, KJ almost got a coach whip, got away from us. Hmm. Um, then we found a baby gopher tortoise and th- that was easy to photograph because it was a gopher. That tortoise. one didn't get away. It did not get away. No, it was actually quite. Although at one point we were like talking and then we looked down and it was gone. It's like, oh, shit. And then it was over there a little bit. So. Okay. So that was kind of cool. Um, there was also some other stuff like there was a lot of osprey um, uh, that were hanging out there. Great horned owl and stuff like that. And tons of freaking armadillo. You'd hear something like rustling the bushes and like armadillo. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah. So. I forgot um, that that was a, an animal that exists on existed. Earth until I saw I your too. picture. <laughs> I did too. I did too. And I'm like, what the hell is that? It's a fucking armadillo. Like, it, that's, yeah, that was the first time that happened. Yeah. And then at one point, we were walking through some dense brush about like knee to waist high. And there's a lot of like little islands of like dense vegetation, like trees and stuff. And then, you know, you can kind of lose track of everybody pretty quickly if you keep walking in one direction. And they keep going in another, and like a tree is obscuring your vision. You kind of got to walk around it to find everybody. But if you keep walking, you might not find them again. So at one point, I'm walking, and I hear a bunch of crashing to my right. Uh-huh. And I think it's Rob. So I'm walking and talking and all this other stuff, uh-huh. and Rob's not responding. And then there's a break because there was a path. I come out, and then this armadillo comes out. And I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> that's not good. And then I don't know where the hell Rob or KJ are. So... That happened. Um, okay. There was a lot of um, remains of gopher tortoises, like larger ones, like skeletal shells and stuff like that okay. that we saw. But I didn't see any adults, the only little ones. The armadillos mm-hmm. whacked them. Clearly. clearly. Mm-hmm. So that was the that was Friday. Uh, so this was only going to be a Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday trip because we're going to okay. be back Saturday night. Right. Um. Saturday morning rolls around and KJ said he had to bail because apparently he's been teaching his nephew how to skateboard and we're all not as young as we used to be and we're not bouncing back as quickly as possible. So he said that he uh, was a little sore and was going to bail. And then uh, he's like 28. I know. <laughs> That's what I said. As hey, I'm man. Tra- as I'm it's tra- not as good as you remember. Like, oh, my God. Jeez. I, you're right. You can't. So he's he bails and he says that because he bailed, 
that means we will find our target species because that is the juju. If someone bails, yes, you will find it. Yes. So uh, Billy Hunt came out with us on Saturday. Oh, sweet. Which is cool. So uh, we saw a couple of places that KJ uh, pointed out to us and where we kind of figured like it was good habitat, tons of gopher tortoise burrows. So me, Rob and Billy just kind of like swept back and forth of this area. Okay. Like just going back and forth. And um, I lost two coach whips um, that got away from me. Rob helped with the first one that got away from both of us. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, That's because you didn't have the Ustins with you. They I know, come, right? Yeah. And then we felt two more smaller gopher tortoises. It might have been the same one, but he moved. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. Um, and then we were kind of going back again, and it was one of those. I had an earlier flight than Rob did. I had a five o'clock flight. Okay. So it was getting close to noon, one o'clock. And it was like, we got it. Like, we're, we're getting close here. We got to get you guys in. Really we did go to the yeah. last minute. I'm like, oh, Jesus. So we're kind of going. And then I hear Rob say, uh, I found what we're looking for. So once he says that, like we kind of turn around because you, you don't want to start screaming <laughs> rattlesnake, you know. Right. So and uh, there it was. It had just kind of come out of a burrow. It looked a little bit worse for wear, which I imagine coming out of winter, they all wouldn't look too fantastic. Sure. Um, but it just sat there curled up. I think it was it had emerged and was trying to warm up. Um, took some pictures, checked it out and then. That was it. Like that was the end of the trip right there. So once we were done with the rattlesnake, um, yep, there he is. Damn, that thing looks like shit. I know. <laughs> it looks it, honestly, it looks worse in person because you can't really tell. I think the dead sm- the dead one we found looked better than that. I know. Like you can't <laughs> you can't see just how like thin it was. It was like if this had been a female python, I'd be like, where the fuck are the eggs? Like, you know, oh, it's... Man. Do you think it's just, like, our interpretation of that, and that's what they're supposed to look like? And, like, we... Oh, I mean... No, you know I saying? think that snake got hooked on some black tar from the locals. <laughs> uh, I, I think we automatically think... That's bad. Think, when you think rattlesnake, you think, you know... Especially po- Poised back. up and beefy rattlesnake, you know, and, you know, he... <laughs> oh! Yes, we can. Justin. It's right there. <laughs> it was alive. Anyway. Um, but no, it was it it it, it was it kind of did a couple twitches of the tail, but not never a rattle. Oh, okay. Yeah, never rattled, never really anything. It just kind of hung out with us and then we left and it because you can't see like where its head is kind of pointed. Um a little bit about a maybe almost a foot away was a gopher tortoise burrow. Yeah, I think that was I remember when Rob was talking about this trip and we were sort of, he was sort of like hoping that what would happen is they would, they would be in those burrows and then come out to bask, mm-hmm. you know, that's a hundred percent. What happened Problem is that there's a ton of other burrows. Yeah. Which is why like we lost the coach whips because it was like, we'd get it yeah. to a point where one of us could grab it and it would just turn right and inevitably find a hole and go down it. Yeah. And when you're in a place that you imagine there are rattlesnakes, you're not going to stick your hand down a hole. No. Like, you know, it's no. would be ill-advised, ill-advised yeah. horribly. So, um, 
That's yeah, cool. That was that was it. After that, we kind of went back to the cars, and Rob said, "Well, because we found a rattlesnake, you get to have lunch." And I'm like, "Hooray!" And then we went and did that. <laughs> you I'm get like, a treat. <laughs> what would have happened if we didn't? You don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> so, got lunch with Billy, and then uh, Rob and I went to the airport. And I'm like, "Don't you want to hang around?" Because t- Rob's flight wasn't until nine o'clock. I'm like, don't you want to hang around Tampa? He's like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I got the vibe that Rob is not a huge fan of of (laughs) Florida. Florida. I mean, Tampa. It it was, it was a nice trip. The place we were staying at was kind of nice. The, uh, I mean, I, we went to Publix and got a sub, and it's like this is all that Wawa should love be. A bug and I, sub. Yeah, I feel dirty yeah. for saying that. Yeah, um, no, but they're the best. That was great. And then you know, we went and got a, a, a. Rob's really good at finding small holes in the wall that have great food, so that was good too. Yeah, um, and that was it, man. It was like that was a quick trip. He is pretty know. good at that. Yeah, he yeah. finds the most obscure. Spot goes online. He's like, Oh, there's this place down the street. This is a Cajun place. I'm like, All right. And we walk down the street. I don't know why I'm walking at this point. I'm like dragging my left leg behind me because I can't feel it. But yeah, mosquito bites. I don't do tons of hiking, lots of walking. Like, it was, was, I know it was (laughs) a normal. You've been on a trip with Rob. I know it was a normal, (laughs) it was a normal Rob death march, but around the same place all the time. So yeah, yeah, there's an art. There's an art to finding those hole in the wall food spots. Oh, yeah. Yes. Very he, important on tour as well. Rob is a master at it. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I guess he uses Yelp. I don't know. I would we'll be Something. in the You got to balance the different review places and know what each one is known for. Like, if you're curious on the surface level, you start with Yelp, but then Yelp, yeah. you're going to get everyone that thought it was the best thing they've ever had and everyone that got deafening sure. food poisoning and nothing in the middle. So then yeah. you got to go look at the Google because that's where people are just like, yeah, okay. You know, like right. <laughs> more casual reviewers. Yeah, you have to, right. you have to dig, you have to <laughs> peel the layers back. Yeah. And but... sort by newest. Yeah. He should okay. be like a detective for this, you know, like he should well, work for the CIA or something like that. <laughs> and, and, I, and I will tell you this, Maybe that, he does. Um, Rob's uh, daughter apparently suggested this candy and Rob got like a big bag of it. It is a gummy that is wrapped in nerds, the candy nerds. Oh, that sounds very healthy. So it's <laughs> I'll what in the though, diabetes? Exactly. Like, I'm just going to keep popping these in my mouth because at this point, I'm pretty sure I'm running on sugar and we're just going to keep going until the wheels come off. Um, right. And they did. So, and I have diabetes. Yeah. But I'm going to lose my foot later, guys. Yeah. But um, all in all, it, it was a good trip. I like the idea of coming back on a Saturday because then I'm, I, I kind of sat down and did nothing yesterday and kind of recouped, but I did, you know, check on some snakes and do some stuff like that. But, it didn't feel like getting back on Sunday and being like, I have to work tomorrow. So yeah, I would have liked to experience that trip because our trips are always spaced out, but this mm-hmm. year actually Rob's changed it up a bit. And we're like on like these little stents of, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe it's three days. Some of them are four days, you know, unfortunately you I still I... have to take off seven, but right. Okay. <laughs> you know. right. And, 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 and I can get, you know, I mean, we were talking about it, and, and it was nice to just get out and be out there, especially because I missed the last couple trips, you yeah. know. And it's also good because I keep you and I almost yeah, even I, with I, rattlesnakes because yeah. it's like 
uh, I'm pretty sure we've gotten like you and I got like Timbers, Pygmies, Western Diamondbacks, Mojaves, and then I think Speckles. that's where we branch off, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then you got yeah, because then no, no, you no. get well, the, we both oh, have banded um, rock rattlesnakes, ridge nose rattlesnakes are they as well. I mean, yeah, we both so, have that. Yeah, so it's like that's six, but then like you branch off and you have the sidewinder and black you have tail, the sidewinder, black tail, and you yeah. have the 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 rock rattlesnake and then i'm like i have an eastern diamond back and it keeps you like you know keeps you from running away with it yeah so yeah yeah, yeah well have any of you found a normal northern pacific rattlesnake <laughs> I no <have> not. <laughs> no we, we haven't we haven't tried yet <laughs> well the one thing that uh, i'm pretty excited about is that the trip that's right great basin and then a black were you on the air did you get the arizona black yeah. Damn it, you have a lot more than I do. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I don't I like that. No. I didn't want to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh no, so so I'm sick yep. at work in this meeting, and Rob is calling me like nonstop. And oh, like, because you're yeah. Yeah. And I'm like Wow. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm like, I can't think straight. My breading isn't working. He's like, all I see is some kind of itinerary for the trip, um, for the, uh, um, Sydney and then Northern Territory for Australia. Trip. The prices in, in October. It was time. Yes, yeah. he's time. like you had. This you is had not to a, buy this, the tickets. He's like, this is not a drill. And I'm like, wait, what? It's like <laughs> we're this in is the not middle of looking for rattlesnakes. You must like, hang on. <laughs> yeah, he's like, quick, send me your driver's license. <laughs> I'm, like, okay. I'm gonna do it for you. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I was in a meeting. So yeah, that's awesome, man. That's that's good. I'm glad that you guys ticked uh, the Eastern Diamond back off. <coughs> um, <coughs> um, but it was uh, a fun trip. I mean, yeah. you know, I know we didn't really get too much. I mean, you can. Well, what do you expect, dude? It's I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was hoping to get. I was hoping to get more than just one rattlesnake. You know. Yeah. But. Yeah. So whatever counts well it's one more than i well i found a dead one that was hit by a car dead, dead don't count and well actually and this thing the, honest god this thing may have died an hour later but it was alive when we saw it so that's <laughs> oh, fine okay yeah well, yeah oh, that's cool though yeah. rob is that much close he's really close he he was talking to me about he's like he's like he's, really close he's like 17 away yeah from the rattlesnakes he's like oh but if we talk about this he's like 20 something way like he's like if crotus if you do all the croats or something like that so well you have the uh masasagas yeah we didn't we weren't well originally we weren't counting them but i think on the last trip we decided we were going to count them right and then you got then, that weird i don't know if it's a subspecies but the one that's in new mexico the one yes. that looks like willardi that's like yeah. next to impossible to find and but, then uh, there's some that are said that about owen pelly's too so well but the problem uh, is that there are also nice. some that are on his list <laughs> Where it's like technically this one's in Mexico. It's like, oh well, what are you going to do there? <laughs> like, I don't. I think he's yeah. going to Mexico. I think he's going to go to Mexico. I think he's, yeah, gonna he's get going to get kidnapped with, in Mexico, um, and we're going to have to do some sort of odd yeah. thing to go get it. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite a good time to go down to the border. <laughs> I don't. I, I just Listen, why? we're not, we're not here for drugs. Good. We just want the rattlesnake. Just to stay away from that area for for a bit, but you know, ah, what are you going to do? Coward. <laughs> 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 You wimp. 
you want to get those the... holes under the wall are going to be great habitat yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah justin yeah that that's it yep obscurus that's the mm. one of course it's called obscurus, obscurus. you can't yeah. like chapala gutter yeah. snakes no no like chapala <laughs> yeah um all right let's get into the uh to the main topic since we only got what another did Luke 35 minutes in a very weird way he did that's all right <laughs> i'll come back <laughs> he froze with a happy face yeah at least he's happy about it all right um yeah but so we're going to talk about um so i actually i'm quite a fan of this series that dave kaufman does yeah. are we keeping them correctly i know he's done them for reticulated pythons i think he just did one from burmese pythons mm-hmm. um I think uh, he did one for bearded dragons. I think maybe Ackies. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Anyway, leopard geckos, maybe stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. um, he did one on carpet pythons. Mm. So uh, we thought maybe it would be cool to go through some of the points that he brought up and see if we. He's just got the spinny ball of death now. He's uh, he's gone. We've lost Lucas. Um, no, well, he died the way he lived. <laughs> yeah. grinning, grinning so have you have you seen any of the episodes of that? No, no. I have not. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Nope. Owen doesn't need to know if no he's keeping them correctly. He's keeping correctly. He's keeping them correctly because he read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just do things, and then we'll figure it out later. Uh, so. Uh, uh, where the hell? Well, I guess I don't know. Should we start without Lucas yeah, or what? It's his loss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, basically, uh, he puts out the, the video where he's talking about um, uh, carpet pythons, and um, the, the the one point that I do that I did agree with him a whole a whole lot mm-hmm. was the idea of, um, and I guess I learned this from our trips. It's like you got to understand that um, you know you're getting this little snapshot of temperature, humidity, UV, you know, all that stuff, because you're there at a specific time on, you know, you're just seeing this animal at this tiny little window of time. Mm -hmm. You don't know, you know, I mean, we can sort of hypothesize what they're doing and where they're going. And it's a good base to start off on, you know, as far as temperatures and humidity and stuff like that go. But um, I think, um, you know, all in all, it's not like a, a an end all be all type of thing. You're yeah. never going to get a full, even if you had some sort of data graph of an entire year and try to make it like middle yeah. of the road. It's like, yeah. well, what if that was like the hottest year on record? <laughs> like, you yeah, know, it's like sure. you don't, you're not, you don't. Weather know. patterns could change for you that. You can get close, year. and this is all good stuff to look at to kind of get yeah. there. But you know, you have to, you have to do a little bit more digging. I think for me, the thing that I learned, you know, herping for carpet pythons is sort of like what it feels like, like not necessarily focused on the temperatures or whatever, but mm. oh, nope. Sorry, nope. I forgot yep. he could nope. have himself. Don't make jokes about the wall. They'll take out your internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we started with this, Lucas. We're basically talking about that we're at the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I, I kind of like the series. Are we keeping it correctly? Mm. I thought, it, I think it's a good idea of like, you know, of, of, of a good idea for a, for a video, and it can help people keep stuff better. But you're only looking at a snapshot of that. Yes, you know, that and 
I agree. I apologize if somebody already said this or something similar to this, but also a problem is painting as broad a stroke as are we keeping carpet Python, right? Mm. And looking at one spot North of Brisbane. Yes. How many different kinds of carpet pythons are there, Eric? And do they all live in that spot? Yes. Let me just start by saying, and again, this is the carpet python nerd in me, so Mm -hmm. no offense to Dave or anything, but his taxonomy is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Right. It's right. It just, yeah. I agree. Like, great goal for the series. Intentions, fantastic make people think about it, but also just like maybe try a little harder to not be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. These two, two guys just wrote a book about, they sort of yeah. did years and years yeah. of work to sort of talk about, you know, like not saying that they're the, you know, the end all be all because there's other people that have different, you know, it's a hell of a lot easier than trying to figure out green trees and, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. we can, we can do this. So yeah. yeah. What are a couple of the things you noticed? Um, okay. So, um, I think at the beginning of the video, he talks about this amazing coastal carpet that he finds and that there was a comment at like, you don't see coastal carpets look like this at expos. And, oh, and this is a typical, show me, show me this this carpet. uh, This is a typical Balin looking coastal carpet. Oh, think about like a, like a, like uh, Trinity, tiger. like Mike. Think yeah, about Mike. you're breeding a tiger and a jag. Yeah. Okay. You know that times. the one that's the zipper back. Yeah. And it's got the I yellow portal. Like Twelve down there. Right. It's got great yeah. color. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm. You know what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Okay. So he's, it's got the yellow portals on the side. That yes. kind of thing. Gorgeous snake. But the idea that see, see this is where it kind of lost me. And again, no, no, no. I'm coming no, from no, the he should bump it up. I want. I want people to come and buy the weird ones that that aren't morphs that I just kind of keep having. Yeah, I have a ton of those. Those are rare as hell. Come get them. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. I'm coming from the carpet python nerd point of view. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, take take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt because I know that normal people really don't give a shit, right? (laughs) But I do. Yeah. No. No, he's right. He's right. I, I, you know, it's like he doesn't see them at expos. I mean, I know he's been to Australian expos and I know he's been to U.S. expos. And I think like that's just because you're just not looking. And it would be the same for me. It would be the same for me if it was some obscure colubrid and I'm walking around like, ah, this is why I've learned over time not to talk in definitives like this because (laughs) you always put your foot in your mouth when you're talking definitives. You know, this Um, is what wild coastals look like. Coastals at expos don't have vibrant colors. There's a few things. One, you're not looking hard enough. Mm. You don't know yes. where to look. And the babies on the table at the expo are gray worms. Yes. Right, right. Because right. they don't start that way. Like, come <laughs> yeah. back. like, I'm not busting out my really good looking adult and putting it on a table. Like, you know, that. But then there's also it. Like, I wouldn't go to an expo and pick up a ball python morph and be like, never seen this before, must be new. Because I know I don't know what the hell this is. Well, not for nothing, mm. but he has been here. True. And he did look at my snakes. I know this <laughs> didn't, didn't he no, get caught up with I, the Sri Lankan? Like, I, wasn't that the prize? Uh, no, he was kind of snobby about certain things. Mm. You know, like, I just kind of got the vibe that he didn't want to be bothered with me and 
You know what I mean? I, I was but even at your way, house and eating your food. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, your house. Yeah, your yeah, it is what it is. It's cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a there's a podcast that's been running since 2011 that might talk about it. it. Um, there's a carpet fest that you could go and talk to people about. There's been two books written on them. Um, there's lots of YouTube. I mean, Riley's in the chat. He does YouTube all every week. I've heard about of Riley. So, you like, know? if yeah. you're not going to listen to podcasts, maybe you yeah. could, you know, I don't know, watch one of Riley's videos and he'll show you a cool coast. A visual carpet. aid, you <laughs> Yeah, right. and guess what? Some of them have vibrant colors too. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, so, so th- I mean, there's that, right? That started me off. I know that's kind of dumb. Yeah, but yeah just yeah. that. Well, the like, first, baby. Uh, the first factoid that we got was when he got immediately nailed by the snake. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, these are bird eaters. That's why they have elongated teeth. <sighs> I mean, yeah, they may eat a bird. Mm. I I will say my due diligence uh, academic article to share is Rick Shine, 1980. (laughs) Uh, 91% mammals, 9% bird. Oh, no. However, I'm sure it's very different. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. But, like, again, you can't just broad brush that. Yeah. 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 Just say the teeth are big. Yeah. And I get it. I, 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 I guess I think, I think. And, and again, this could be just being too critical of of yeah. Oh, but that's yeah. what you know dudes I mean? on podcasts do. That's what we do. That's, that's what. But, yeah. I think my frustration comes with this is like, you know, why I don't do the Colubrid show because mm. I don't know about fucking Colubrids, <laughs> or I wouldn't need a Colubrid Colubroid radio. <laughs> I do it myself. Right. <laughs> well, and I think that there's an, an inherent like. There's another level to it when the entire purpose of the video is to inform care. Correct. Right. That like makes it. I mean, so that we should be critical because you're telling, you know, whatever number of hundreds of thousands of people watch his stuff that this is the way. And everything I'm saying is what you need to know. know? And I think (laughs) the problem that I have with the, the, the taxonomy to, to Lucas's point or whatever, or forget about the taxonomy of it, just Mm -hmm. the different types of carpet pythons. Right. Right. You know, to Lucas's point, they come from all different areas. That doesn't mean that we're going to keep them differently, but like when a carpet Python noob comes into the hobby, right. And they, they're Mm going to watch something like this, right. Because it's the popular mainstream stuff and they're going to get their base information information from there and then come argue with us that we're wrong i love that right i love that and that's sort of frustration that my carpet python needs to have 80 percent humidity and have 68 degree ambient temperatures correct then by all means go ahead and get yourself one from him and uh see what happens i i would agree that so i think you could raise a carpet python completely on birds i don't think you have i don't think you have to and exactly. nor do yeah. I think that, that they, they're primarily bird eater. I think in the wild, those fuckers will eat anything that comes in front of them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. As evidenced by Dude, the- there's there's pictures of them eating eggs. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's I mean, like there's the one that ate a towel. <laughs> like, you know, it's like they're not yeah, you know, right. shoes. You know, you know. Actually, its teeth are recurved so that it can really grab the beach towel that they all and- desire. <laughs> I guess. <sighs> See, this right. is where I sort of would say, like, to be, to be, to, to, to sort of play to the other side of it mm. is sort of like, you know, when you're, when you're cutting video and you say things, cause I've said things on the podcast. I'm that pretty sure it's not what several I meant episodes about exactly what how said. I meant it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, and so, I, I, okay, let's, 
but I'm with you. The the mm. the bird thing is kind of like mm, you know. Yeah. Well. Yes. It, just don't make such an Again, absolute broad. Yeah, claim. Exactly. Right. The um, absolutes. This is what the, this is a hundred percent what they do. Right. Like, no. Right. They do like they can eat birds and they they also primarily lizards and bats and possums and any yeah. sure yeah especially yeah. coastal carpets oh god yeah um they eat cats yeah right at least yeah. he didn't say these get 12 to 14 feet in cats oh yeah. that would have been it man i wouldn't have been able to make it through um uh, but let's talk let's talk about the the environmental um stuff that he throws out there so yeah. Mid-November is when he said he was taking the readings. Mm-hmm. He got right. a 70.8 on the ground. He got a 68-degree ambient and an 80% humidity. Okay. So that's all really cool. And in context of nighttime in the spring, mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. and is interesting. However, none of those numbers, to me, help inform keeping in captivity. No. Yeah. No, you don't want a 60. You uh, are we thinking about having a 68 ambient temperature year round? <laughs> right. So I mean but, and and that's I guess the issue that I had is that there's no when he shows that information which in its context is really cool there's no qualifier that comes with it like they also need a hot spot or this is nighttime yes. in spring. He I think yeah. the verbatim quote is so there you go if you want to know how to keep your temperatures in captivity or something like that. It's yeah, he just uh, said basically have a gradient, which is like, okay, so what's the gradient? <laughs> yeah. You know, or like, uh, well, yeah, well, if, if the lowest Dude, point, we've kept gradients since 1981. Like, right. Like, but, <laughs> but if you're if you're trying to get the cool side to 68, like... Right. So I guess, I, I mean, no. yeah, maybe maybe the biggest issue that I have is just the posturing of trying to make it something that's meant to be informative about care. Yeah. Like, it's cool stuff, but... I mean, it's good data to know that, that he took yeah. those temperature things, but, I, I mean... So did I, though. So, like, yeah, it, oh, but I mean, you didn't I, hear I, me listen, coming back. Right, you didn't come back but, like, dude, this like, rock was you know, you didn't 120 right. degrees. Right. <laughs> I came back, and this is what I... This was my little snapshot of time from what I got. The humidity was much higher than what I thought. That was mm-hmm. number one, right? And the humidity was much, much higher up in Cairns. Obviously, right? Mm. It's a freaking rainforest. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously. <laughs> rainforest, more um, humid. Got it. Got it. So I'll write that down. the other thing that I, I took was that it was because up until that point, when we breed carpet pythons, we shoot for a temperature of 70 degrees as yes. the ambient temperature of like where you want to go. And I remember in the early days of NPR where me and you are, and we'd be like, oh, I don't really want to get it below 70 degrees. You know, it's like this. Don't cross that threshold year. unless you have metals <laughs> or a diamond. But if you, <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like the one thing that I noticed about that was like, you know, these snakes were active at temperatures that I once thought was, you know, was the bottom of where they were. And it was mm. sort of like maybe take a step back and say, all wild oh, coastals have an R.I., <laughs> yeah exactly they're constantly like, ill yeah it, it 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 doesn't um you know it, it it didn't make me it didn't make me change anything temperature wise it just mm. made me feel more confident in making sure that i don't have to worry so much about that temperature right if it goes to 67 
it's not the end of the world, you know, as right. long right. as you have a basking spot for that snake to warm up during the day or you raise the temperatures during the day, which is pretty much kind of like, you know, what you experienced in Florida and what we've experienced in Australia at the same time, you know, um, I don't know. That was my feel on the temps. Yeah. I mean, I, I would admit it that it's like, it, it's almost like we, we kind of figured out through keeping that the downside isn't that horrible, like a little bit cooler, as long as they have a warm spot during the day. Right. But if you're like, oh, there's supposed to be ambient 60 something during the year, it's like, you have to make sure they have the range. And if you're not given temperatures or the attic, uh, the adequate range, for keeping them it's right. yeah um no it's not gonna it's not gonna go well so as far as like the um he made a statement about seeing carpets in trees at night or right. no trees During and at the night day. they're on the ground yeah Which, he said carpet pythons are very arboreal during the day but i find them only crossing the road and on the ground all night i never find them in trees at night uh, I believe we have a photo of a Darwin up in a tree at nighttime <laughs> that was shown to us by Again. Um, an Australian in, you know, I don't, um, yeah, <laughs> that, that thing wasn't moving. It's not like we, we threw it up there. It was, it was just there. Well, would we so again this is where yeah. like we, yeah. you know me and owen being the carpet python people on our trip when we were there in the northern territory was sort of like um the idea that you know again this is where my mind changed and it's like oh um for a long time i mm. said you didn't have to really have them be arboreal right because you know in my early days i didn't really see that um behavior happen mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i'm thinking like well, they don't do it, so maybe I don't need to do it. You know what I mean? So I sort of cut that away. When I shouldn't have done that per se, I should have maybe figured out how to tweak it so that they would. Because or I offer doing it, it like you know, sure. maybe they or, don't do yes, branches, do and maybe they, they do a rock ledge. Yeah, right, hundred percent, dude. Yeah. I this summer I am building rock ledges for all my cages because yeah. my one carpet, actually my two carpets that I have rock ledges in, they don't come down. They love those things. So I'm like, that's it. Yeah. We're adding it to all cages. Right. So I, that is all summer is building rock ledges. And I guess I think that's the difficulty with care sheets and stuff mm-hmm. is like, you know, it's, you're not baking a cake. We've said this a million times. Right. It's not like, totally. you know, there's individual animals that can, that can act in, you know, very, uh, you know, one does this and the rest of your snakes do the total opposite, you know, and it's, it's sort of like, yeah, you have this base to start with. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of like where you want to go. And then you build upon that base, depending right. on whatever species you're working with. You know, Certainly. my experience is Darwin's are way more arboreal than any other carpet that I have. 100%. Right. Yeah. They want to be up all the time. That Does that mean that the other carpets are not? No, it does not mean that. But, and again, this is my little snapshot of stuff, right. working with all the different carpets that there are uh, right. available to us. They're the ones that seem to be up the most of the time right yeah and again you know on its face it's another you know it's a fine thing to note it's a fine thing to notice but the problem comes with the absolutism of it and yes you know i I feel like this one's a little bit more innocuous because people aren't gonna like give trees during the day and then put them in rack (laughs) at night you know (laughs) in terms of how it transfers to captivity i mean i mean (laughs) it's just a lot of 
I don't know why you do that. Why would you take it out of a perfectly planted terrarium and be like, into the rack you go? Right. I I <laughs> maybe a better way to sum it up would have been that during the springtime, maybe they're a little bit more nocturnal than they are diurnal. And sure. so it's easier mm -hmm. to find the active snakes moving across the road. Absolutely. Um, well, and also it's like you got to understand is that in Australia, like nothing wanted to be on the road or out during like it was like 10 o'clock in the morning and everything's like everything's gone because it's already hot as hell. The road itself was hot as hell. And if you saw it, it was running from one place to another because didn't want to stay out. <laughs> I remember being in Barron's Gorge mm. and I remember taking a temperature of the rocks that were in that gorge. And it was, it was, I, I want to say it was like maybe 9, 10 a.m., right? Mm -hmm. And we're already looking at temperatures into the hundreds on those rock faces. Well, I remember the, um, what was it, the, the, the desert monitor that we, or this, the, the one monitor we saw, and it was out on the road and then it ran to a tree. Spencer's? And I'm like, what? Was it Spencer's monitor? Oh, was no, it? it was, um, was it sand? Or oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a sand. I thought so. It ran the, the from, one that was overheating. Yeah, like we saw yeah. it on the we saw it on laying on the pavement, which I think it was laying because it saw us coming. Um, and then it ran to a tree, and then that sprint from road to tree, it was already panting with its mouth open. Right, and we didn't really want to piss it off or upset it any further or chase it out because it actually had found shade where it was on the tree. So we took a couple quick pictures and then we backed off because. The last thing you want is this thing to. It was clearly uncomfortable. Heat stroke. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And then that's a monitor that people are like they bask at 120 something degrees. Yeah. Like, Jesus. That thing was overheating, man. Yeah. That was yeah. That was because it was fucking hot. It's hot. <laughs> right. It sucked. So yeah, of course Nothing you don't see them out during the day. It man. sucks during yeah. the day. Well, not it for long, hot. right? Like right. You know, yeah, you can bask in 145, but if you sit in it for 30 minutes, you're medium rare. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. There's a little timer. <laughs> and it's like, I've been out here for five seconds. Ding, I'm out. I'm good. I'm at the temperature I want to be. Yeah, I think that's probably my biggest takeaway from Herpin is learning about like, just, it's not even learning it like I didn't know it, but just like really dialing in the idea that, you know, like, I don't know, there was just always this idea when you're keeping a snake or a lizard or something mm -hmm. in the cage, you put that hot spot and you just have it blaring all the time because you want them to be able to be in that hot spot when it's really like they're not really using it all they're using it to get to their temperature and maybe you want to make it available it's kind of like how i do my diamond pythons right mm -hmm. yes they have a really hot hot spot right but it, it's not on all day it turns off and then it comes on again later in the day you know and it doesn't it follow like, them around the cage like it's not no. like a spotlight that you're no. like just no yeah no um so like yeah. I said, the, the taxonomy <laughs> that, that he talked yeah. about was just shit because of a couple things. And one, he said that coastal carpets go all the way up to the Cape York. And I'm just like, uh, okay, maybe he could have like... Where the Cape York carpets are? Well, and then he started talking about, you know, he said that they're the the widest range. And again, maybe maybe he's getting his information outdated from information. Australia. Maybe yeah. it's outdated, blah, 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 blah. Because right, I, I understand right. that. And he's saying the jungle's in this little pocket. You know, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. 
Right. Um, but the the, right. the inlands being the furthest ranging carpet python, is that just because it's called inland carpet python? And, and we're assuming it's python the entire inland? The diamond python, even though you put it in the carpet python video. Yeah. I mean, that's like the number one fact about diamond pythons is that they're most... They, they're they're southern. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So, yeah, the claim in the video is that inlands are the... For the yes. south range, for the carpet. south, when right. diamonds are, yeah. yeah, right, not quite, um, not quite, close. And you know, I, I, I do agree with Lucas and the idea of like, and again, this was just a question that came from me, right? It's like, mm. do we have to tweak it? Uh, do you can you keep? I don't know. What do you guys think about keeping carpet pythons in sort of like a one size fits all type of thing? You, I, I don't think you can. I can't keep anything in a one size. Fits yeah, no. All. I. You have any idea how many? Like, I have carpets in so many Slight different size tweaks. cages. It's ridiculous. Slight little tweaks by being a you know a, a student of your your serpents, and you know, I mean, you you work from a base level of understanding and mm. like you're within the range of, I know this tends to work, but then you dial it in and you figure out, you know, what, what you actually need from there. Like just an example, right. Cause we don't want to just like shit on it, you know, provide recommendations in addition to the criticism. Like when we're right. talking about an 80% humidity reading, <clears throat> I guarantee you that, if you try to keep an entire four by two cage at a 80 plus humidity range for a long period of time, it's going to be a mess. Yeah, like, you're also going to get the especially, scale, you get the scale rots, the, right. the, the, the blisters. So, so a better way to go about that, right. Is, you know, having a section in a humid hide or something like, again, gradient being your friend, like, yeah, you can offer, a box where if that snake wants to be moist, then it can be, but it yeah. doesn't have to be all the time. So, yeah. you know, there's different ways to interpret these little nuggets of information from the field and convert them to yes. actionable, like husbandry practices that make sense and won't create other issues. There, um, there's a difference between misting the snake down and giving it a humidity hide and flooding its cage. Okay. Like right. <laughs> you yeah. should give it the option that if it doesn't want to be in there, it doesn't have to be in there. That's where you run into the problems is where you get sicknesses, where you get problems is that you have now compacted this animal into a place where it has to be here. Yeah. It can't get away from this. It can't get away from that. It's basically the right, like, you know, um, Every once in a while, you hear a story about how somebody threw in a live rat and then left it in there, mm -hmm. and then the snake got chewed up by the rat because sure. the snake couldn't get the fuck away from the rat. It's yeah. like, if the animal doesn't want to do something, it should have the ability to not do it. Yes. So, And how many times have we heard about moms moving egg, like moving nest boxes around? And we're like, no, all the literature says I've here. experienced like, it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, shut up and let her do it. Like, yes. yeah, it's yes. that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I, I did think that, um, you know, the one good idea that, again, not to shit on everything that was yeah. in it, but like mm -hmm. the, the one good thing that I thought was a good recommendation was having, you know, the hide at the top. Yeah, right? I, I think like that it. I think that's a great idea for carpet pythons. Mm -hmm, I think that mm -hmm. they were real, especially if you're trying to add um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Enrichment. 
uh, yeah. you know, type of thing where you're trying to add up something new. You could put yeah. the hide up at the top of the thing. This now, I promise you, the, that carpet python will probably spend most what of the my, time uh, in that spot. You know, um, the ultraviolet jungle jag has a ceiling hide. Yeah, I don't see her anymore. Never, she's right? up in there all the time, all the you know, time. And then she she comes down, she does some stuff, and then she goes right back into it. And it's funny yeah. when she jags and puts herself away because it's like whoop, it's like upside down back in. I think the idea of having a hey, know, as long as she makes it, whatever. <laughs> we we all jag in our own way. Fine, honey, you're doing great. It's, <laughs> yep, we go. Yep. That should be a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all jag in our own way. Um, oh. I think. I think the uh, the humidity thing for me personally, uh, Owen, you probably go through the same thing. I don't know if you do anything to uh, to, to supplement it, but definitely during the winter, yeah, um, because we have such dry heat, especially in my snake room, I have to supplement that with a humidifier for the room, and it's probably taking the humidity to fifty to sixty percent. Mm. Um, you know, I run it for during the daytime. Actually, I've been running it at night as of lately, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just I, I think that, that that's something that you should definitely think about. Another thing that I've done, um, you get those little takeout containers, you cut a hole in the top, you throw the sphagnum moss in the yep. thing. You know, I mean, you I've just soak down for, the sphagnum moss. Doing that the for snake babies. now has the choice. Yeah, you know, I, they can I do it in there. Almost yeah. everything. Because it I went doesn't to the, uh, hurt anything. To get I went to the restaurant the store and they had <laughs> cases of them and I just got them all. And now it's like, it, right. it it's all the they all have it so. yeah yep yeah um so again you know not not all the the most and i i think that the, there's a lot of information out there on how to keep carpet pythons and Tons. i think that one thing that you can learn from listening to npr at least i have is that depending on who you're talking to um you know they're going to keep differently because they have different parameters within their room. Are they keeping in a house? Are they keeping in a basement? Are they keeping in, you know, a spare room on the top of the house? It, all these things come into play. Is there windows in the room? If there's windows in the room, is it drafty in the room? You know, like so many things like come into play that you sort of have to, you know, be able to adapt on the fly, like with this basic idea of, um, you know, this is what it does. And then you sort of make the, the, the adjustment from there. You know, we've, I've talked about it a million times, but I remember in the early days when I first started keeping carpet pythons, it was 90 degree hotspot, mm-hmm. 85 degree ambient, way too hot. Jesus and Christ, we always wondered why, why is our carpets plastered against the front of the cage? Like, why would it be I, doing that? I don't understand <laughs> why these baby carpets are just like, it's like smashed up against the front of the tub. And it's like, uh, yeah, because it's too hot. You adjust right, the temperature. You can laugh because no. we fixed it. But yeah, yeah. it's really sad. <laughs> that is 100% yes. 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 <laughs> but again, this was the information. And if we, you would have just yeah. stayed with that information and just kept going, like, you know, hmm, I wonder why my carpet pythons are not doing that good or you know, I mean, it was just the way that you kept back then. You know, it's like 90 degrees because this idea of heat was more important than, you know, cold was like the thing that you wanted to avoid. But I feel that, I'll you know, take cold now, any day. Yeah. It, yeah. Was it? I, I, I despise shipping in the summer. I, it is right. I'm more nervous about shipping in the summer than I am like in fall or early spring where it's like, it might be a little bit cold. It's like they can manage. I hear more uh, horror stories in the yes. summer too, you know, it's because Memphis, Tennessee, like they get like locked like, in a trailer, mild a trailer. Places. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I I hate 
Yeah. Indianapolis could bomb that entire FedEx facility. I mean, what? Oh. <laughs> so there's our, our take on it. I know Owen, we, had, we got we got lost love. There. Anyway. Five minutes, but let's let's look yeah. at a cool carpet python. Before let's look at a cool yeah. carpet python. I like carpet pythons. I one that any. is does you know one that looks better than our coastals at Expo. <laughs> oh damn! Super hypo tiger carpet. Hidden That's your dream snake right there, man. Crazy I'm working. Give me yes, a couple years. The eyes, me, right? You gotta eyes. let me. You gotta let me cook. You know, none of y'all <laughs> let me cook. You know, Riley, who's stopping you? Riley's got to be making. Shut this. up, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave you the hypo. Shut up, God, you. Man. I'm working on it. He's in there with her. They haven't killed each other. <laughs> what else do I have to do? Small little things. I'm <laughs> Everybody <it>. can cook. <laughs> Ratatouille cool taught me. Snake. Yes, <laughs> that is a cool looking snake. Anyone can cook. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, and then we have um, uh, is I don't know if people caught this, but I thought it was cool. Can you see it? Yeah. Don't go in there. Oh, yeah. I want to grab one of those little ones. No, Oh, the babies are hatched. Where are they? Well, there was one on that bag. There's another oh, there's, one. Look at them all in the bus, in there. Yeah, there's one on the track in there. Oh. That looks different, though. What do you mean? No, that looks like what my snake looked like. Did it? Yeah. I don't want to get too close in case she strikes no, at I'd me. I'd say she probably will. She's not too, too happy about it. Yeah, but I want to have a better look in the wheelbarrow. Oops, she's moving. <gasps> look at them all hatching. Yeah, you can see the heads. I can see one, two, three. Hmm. That's you know, so cool. Is, there's always that. There's always that one out of every clutch that everybody else is just pipping, and he's like, "Ha ha!" I'm on the like, wheelbarrow. It's like, wait. Wait, it's yeah. So there's always one. Can you one. send me that, Eric? Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She I was on top of that, that wheelbarrow. I think she would have lit somebody up. They go over towards those eggs, no matter what. I, yeah. I mean, it was I cool to see. To yeah. Australian people, simply exist for hours. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, yeah. I know. Yeah. I love watching the the videos of those snake catchers. Man, they find the coolest, <laughs> coolest shit. You know, and like, so, can you imagine going out to your shed and there's a wheelbarrow with a carpet python clutch just sitting in it? Well, I guess we're all like, oh my god, the eggs happened here. I guess that they hadn't been out to the yeah. wheelbarrow for two months. Because <laughs> 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 that didn't just happen shed. there. Like, <laughs> oh my god, they're so great. Yeah, man, I just freaking love them. Um, That's a fantastic clip. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, so I guess we'll end it there. Um, Owen's got the heart out. Uh, we got um, <laughs> NPR. We got uh, Herp History coming out tomorrow with Tim Mars uh, talking about uh, Mr. Blue Condros. And um, we talked about uh, some of the early history of Condro pythons, which was, was pretty you, cool. And we also you, talked about what he's working with now. Do you think my females would like it better if I gave them each a wheelbarrow? I think so, Owen. I think you should definitely. Like I think yeah. that happens. Only if it's like, in a shed. Okay, yeah. all right. So if I put them, 
in you need that miracle grow fertilizer okay all right, all right. so so <laughs> the, so the lay box the secret to, i let you in right, on the secret the lay box has to be the bag of miracle grow still in the bag yes and then the wheelbarrow and then in a shed i have a shed yes and i do not have a wheelbarrow all right yes well yeah, we can make it up we yeah. can figure it out i'll get it don't worry yeah, you can figure yeah. it out yeah then no. the hypos can hatch out there yes oh beautiful um so yeah that's all we got uh not and then uh, life. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, think, he thinks those things are being maternally incubated. That's hilarious. <laughs> Give me these. <laughs> I will put. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll share it up on the. Um, uh, yeah, send me a message and anybody that wants that clip of that video, and I'll I'll send it to you on uh, yeah. Facebook. But uh, all right, uh, real quick, in and out. Here we go, right down to the minute, second. Have a good night. Yep. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, everybody. Lucas, you're making weird things.